0: What's up? And welcome back to the channel. I got a special interview today. Someone I've been friends with and known for a very long time. Please welcome back Joanne Ray from Senior Marketing Specialist. Joanne, how are you?
1: Good morning. I'm great, Cody. How are you?
0: I am great. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. So those are jumping. I can promise you this will be a very in-depth interview. Joanne naturally always gives a ton of information and context. Her goal has always been to help agents and agency owners the best way she possibly can. She does a phenomenal job for that, ton of experience, and has really grown something big and special in the space. So, Joanne, thank you for agreeing to jump on and share some of that today.
1: Absolutely. It's one of my favorite things to do, to be able to get on and brag about our team and, and all that we do here. So I'm happy to be here.
0: Yes, no doubt about it. Thank you so much. Uh, Before we jump to your story and some of the cool things we're doing, I know at some point we'll talk about um, some different misconceptions in the industry and really educate our audience really well. Um, For those who are jumping in, though, I want to mention, too, that as we're doing this, um, Joanne is a senior marketing specialist, and specifically Olivia Richardson, who's the executive director of training and education, which is a great title for her because she's always super educational. Um, they have actually built a custom additional content called four steps to go from agency to empire. So if at any point today you enjoy this interview, you enjoyed listening to Joanne and you enjoy this, or you just want to learn how to go from agency to empire, which frankly, who doesn't, uh, the link is below for you to check out more information and more content from senior marketing specialists. So Joanne, I'm assuming I'm assuming a lot of our audience knows you or knows who you are, but let's just Act like yeah. for the next few minutes they don't. Yeah.
1: Okay, um,
0: and I would love for you to share more about you and your story, and then we'll get into some of the amazing content today.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was telling you earlier, I can do the I can do the three minute version or the three hour version. So <laughs> we'll we'll here for for this morning's purposes. But uh, yeah, so my quick story is I started off like a lot of people, where this was an accident being in the insurance industry. Um, mm-hmm. I went to school for business. I studied business. I knew I wanted to be a part of a business. I uh, didn't know if it was going to be insurance, but I knew I wanted to be around business. And that office setting was just something that I always uh, was kind of drawn to. So got this job right out of college, just gotten married. My husband had just gotten a uh, job offer to move to Columbia from a little town up north where we first uh, met. And uh, we always knew that Columbia was where we wanted to end up. Because to us, uh, me growing up in a small you know, farming community and, and then Mark spending most of his time in Kirksville, Missouri, Columbia was just kind of it. It was like the Mecca, if you will, for for all the, the fun things, the shopping, the sports and and mm. it was just a much bigger city than we'd ever been a part of. So yeah. Took the opportunity, took the first job, literally, uh, that I went in and talked to, which is meeting a gentleman by the name of Dan McNerney, which completely changed my life. Um, didn't know him from anybody, said yes to to the job because uh, it was just going to be a job. Mm. And I told my husband, you know, I can, we'll do this for a while and then I'll figure out what I really want to do. And that was 34 years ago wow. <laughs> this year. So yeah, I think uh, I think it's worked out okay. But I always tell anybody young, uh, my own kids now getting into the workforce or anybody coming into the workforce, you know, it's not so much what you do, but it's who you're around and why you are doing what you're doing. So insurance, like I said, most people fall into this as a second career, third career, they fall into it accidentally. Uh, We're trying to change that. We're trying to, which I can talk a little bit about later, but getting more and more people to come into this industry because it is such a noble profession and I love everything about what we're doing as an industry. So um, so yeah, it was a career organization only. We had 30, 40 captive career agents working mostly just Missouri and Illinois when I first started back in the early 90s. Uh, and then it was mid 90s, so and 94, 95 when Dan McNerney and I got an opportunity to hear about this thing called an FMO, uh, which was new in our industry. There are other parts of... The insurance sector that had worked with FMOs, but in the senior side, it really hadn't until uh, Mm -hmm. Peter Nauert, who was the chairman of Pioneer Life Insurance. um, In another life, the two of you would have would have been great friends. Cody, he was very much a forward thinker like you are way ahead of anybody in the insurance space when it comes to technology. And there wasn't social media when he was first building his company. But if there were, he would have, he would have been there right beside you. There's a lot of similarities. So he gave us our first start as an FMO uh, and we grew it from there. Uh, And now it's filled with, you know, the most amazing people that I get to spend my day with. Um, I get to surround myself with some of the most, you know, intelligent, smart, creative, beautiful, talented, driven, people that the biggest thing that I think is our difference maker, Cody, is that we care. Um, mm-hmm. We talk a lot about insurance and Medicare around here, but mostly we talk about help and support and advice and and whether it's helping each other or it's uh, all the things that we do uh, for the agent uh, that we work with. So, you know, we've grown to where now where we work with several thousand agents across the country, uh, all the all the Medicare products, Medicare Advantage, Medicare supplements, uh, then all the ancillary that comes with that from final expense to dental, to cancer, to to everything that somebody that's 65 plus on Medicare is going to need for their healthcare portfolio, we represent. Um, so it's just been a lot of fun. And, and uh, I feel like even though, like I said, it's 34 years in this industry, I feel like we're just getting started. I I feel like there's so much runway in front of us, not just our company, but our industry. People like you yeah. coming in and breathing new life and new energy and new creativity into this industry. It's just been a ton of fun to watch. And, and like I say, with this group around, um, I know it's going to be a lot of fun going forward.
0: Yes. Thank you so much. That's so, it's such an amazing um, introduction and in history and story. Yeah. Uh, I actually took a ton of notes that I'm gonna kind of rifle through for for a few minutes, okay. if I may. Um, and I can test I can testify to one thing that's not really a question is is your character and integrity and how much y'all do care. Um, you, you know, I'm, I'm, ever since I met you in twenty early 2014, I've known yeah. that you know that you, what you are doing and what you are doing is is extremely impressive um, and really okay. good good people that people can align with and and work with. Um, in a bigger way, which I want—I want to test, testify to that. For those that don't know you yet, um, I also want to mention too. Like, what was it about business? You, you mentioned business. Um, you wanted to study business. You wanted to be a part of business. What was about business? Um, and even this industry that really stood out for you was it something to where you were exposed to the, to business in general as a kid, or yeah. like? What was it about business and then later insurance? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So so to go back a few years then, my mom was a high school business teacher. And so she spent her career and then I spent my summers with her visiting different businesses. Um, She ran a program called OEA. I think it's called DECA in in some schools. Um, Basically, when when her students were juniors or seniors in high school, she would place them into different jobs around the community. So her job, and I got to tag along, was to visit visit all the businesses around the community and kind of pair up, if you will, which student of hers would work best with which type of occupation and which type of business. And so I got kind of the bug, I think, if you will, by by going around with her and seeing all these different businesses and office settings. And even though they all may have sounded very similar, um, Um, I could tell going in, even as a kid, there's something different about each of them. Some of them felt you know, stale and boring and white and, you know, white walls, white floors, very sterile. Um, And some places seemed more fun. Some people, you know, some places had more people that looked like they were enjoying what they were doing. Some were busy and some were just sitting in front of computers or at their workstation. And so you kind of tell that there's this thing called culture and this thing called a you know, mm-hmm. a vibe almost that you get when you walk in. And and so I've always kind of had that. I didn't know mm. that, maybe where that came from, but, you know, I want to be a place. I want to create a place here. And I feel like we definitely have that when you walk in, you just feel good, whether you're a guest, an agent, uh, or most importantly, one of our teammates and one of our agents um, coming in, that it's just a place that you feel like you're going to be able to make an impact while making yep. an income. That's always mm. I stole that from somebody. That's not mine, but I, but I use I'm giving
0: product. you credit. I'm giving you okay. credit. Okay. okay.
1: Well, I figure it, I was told once, if you say it three times, then you own it. So
0: I just, somebody else just said that recently and then I heard them say it a fourth time and they, they didn't even give credit yeah. anymore. They're like, I don't yeah, have to. No, so
1: it's okay. So it's mine. I'll share it with you. Um, but I think that's a huge part of what our business is, is, you know, agents get their license. We're going to talk about the business side of what an agent does, but, But if you take a step back and really look at this business further, um, it truly is a noble profession. And it truly Mm -hmm. is one of the only that has the intersection of I can make a big impact in my community, in my business, in other people's lives and in the seniors while making a very good income at the same time. And there's there's very few businesses that actually intersect as deeply in both of those. Some of the highest income earners I've ever known are in this industry and some of the most philanthropic and charitable and, um, you know, self-aware people are in this industry. And that's usually probably not, you know, a, a correlation that you find in in right. a lot of industries. So I think that's why we're so proud of what we do uh, in our own company. But most importantly, when an agent uh, works with us, we hope to share and and you know, bleed over some of that pride and that yeah. impact that they're making and, and help them do that. It's not just, you know, a person getting an insurance license and then selling a product to somebody. It's so yes. much more than that. Uh, so we love to be a part of that from, for the agent kind of every step of the way.
0: Right. Absolutely. Well, one thing I was thinking about too, is you, you came from a small farming community yep. and there's a lot of people on our YouTube channel and around the world that can relate to yep. starting in a from a big, big, you know, small town. Um, yep. Coach Bird even wrote a book. From small town to big dreams, and
1: Ooh, I like that.
0: people in his small town kind of got offended by it, and, and it didn't do well. Um, but the concept is big, right? It's cool, and so it made me think: How does someone go from, like you did, small town? It's nothing like I came from a small town. It's nothing against the small town. It's just that a lot of times the individuals in a small town aren't dreaming big, right. or or at least conceived at not doing something big, even though they may be. How did you go from that to? the Joanne Ray that we see today?
1: Um, I think it's surrounding yourself with the right people and it's surrounding yourself with the right environment. So, um, you know, I was very lucky, like I said, the day I met Dan McNerney and, and decided to go on this journey of this, this career with him was one of the biggest defining moments in my career. And I can honestly say that uh, because mm. he, he is a person and was my mentor and leader. He's retired now, but uh, for so many years, and you just, you can't help but kind of be in his presence and follow his path. Um, you know, you can't help but do that when you're around him. Um, so I hope that in a, you know, is, is small way that that I've been able to to kind of take that, his presence and, and make sure that I'm now the carrier of that, if you will. Uh, I asked him one time, it's kind of off topic, but I asked him one time, Um, we're always going to conferences and classes and reading books and, you know, we're always trying to do the Cody thing of trying to figure out how to, to make ourselves better and how to, to, to do more and be more. Right. And I asked him one day, this was late in his career. I said, where do you go? So many people Mm. come to you in our company, in our industry, in your neighbors, or your church. I see so many people come to you. And he had already by that point in his career, lost a lot of his mentors I said, what, where do you go? What, what brings you, like, how do you keep yourself motivated? Mm -hmm. And he said something that again, we've got it up on the wall now in the office. It's an old Zig Ziglar quote, but you can have everything in life that you want if you help enough other people get what they want. And we love that. And we've kind of lived by that. But his, his answer to me was, you know, he now had at that point, had accomplished everything you wanted to accomplish from a, from a career standpoint, from an industry standpoint, from a business standpoint, from an income standpoint to getting his company to where it was. Now his greatest joy comes from helping others do the same to get to that same point. So again, it's a, it's a Zig Ziglar line, but we, we McNerney uh, it up here because uh, Dan taught that embodied that. And now hopefully I've carried that torch of, of, Bringing significance to others is the greatest way that you can continue to, to go down your path. So we certainly yes. live and die by that for sure.
0: Yeah, that's such a cool thing to add to. Um, well, I know I could I could I could ask you questions about you and and the company and everything you are doing. I could I could pick your brain for literally days on end, um, <laughs> and we'd get a lot of amazing content. Maybe, maybe we shouldn't stop that. However, um, I do know that. We want to make sure you that you wanted to make sure you shared some of the misconceptions in the market today yeah. that can really bring value and help agents get them thinking outside the box a little bit. So I'd love for you to jump in and kind of share some of those, and we'll kind of go back and forth on some of that.
1: Yeah. So when we first started talking about this idea and this this discussion we get to have today, Cody, um, I started going down the traditional path of all the things we do as an FMO and all the ways that we support an agent, and I ripped that up and threw it away and and mm. thought, you know what, the agents that are listening today need to hear some of the things that are myths about an FMO. So so all the wonderful things we do, happy to to spend hours or days with anybody talking about that. But I think I want to go first dig a little deeper into what some of the myths of what an FMO really is. And one of the things that we always talk about is usually when you hear or you see chatter or you hear people talking about an fmo it usually comes down to what's my contract level what's the commission level how do i get more commission dollars do you have free leads all those things are important i'm not denying all that and we and we do all of that as well but i think what so many agents get wrong and this is the point that i really want to make sure that agents are truly writing this down and, and taking note of this what most agents get wrong is they do not realize that the day they get their insurance license is the day they open their very own business. Mm. So many agents don't think of that. Most agents get into this business. Why, Cody? Why do most people go get an insurance license?
0: Yeah, to make money.
1: Make money, right? Make money, maybe make an impact, uh, yep. sell insurance, learn Pretty about run. it. And that's fine. And that, that is definitely what we want you to do. We want to help you do more of that. But right. you're really, no matter where you take that license, you're opening your own business. And that business mm. is Cody Aston's insurance, Joanne Ray insurance, whatever name you want to put on it, even if it's, you know, best value insurance, it doesn't matter. That's your business. That's your name and that's your legacy. And I think what what we like to do sure. is, is we take the entire business model. So let's say you were going to open a coffee shop today, Cody what Mm -hmm. are two or three things that you think you would need if you're going to open a coffee shop?
0: Um, Logo website and some coffee.
1: You need need some coffee. That's a good one. (laughs) And yeah, so all those things that you would think of if you're selling something tangible, like a, like a cup of coffee or you're a roofing company and, and all the different things that you think of when you're a business, when you're an insurance agent, everything we sell is so intangible. It's a promise, right? It's, it's a hope. It's a, it's a, it's a transaction, but it's, I don't have anything tangible to give you other than the policy binder that says mm. some company in you know Des Moines, Iowa is going to do something when you need them to do it. That's the promise. Um, so I think that's probably why a lot of agents don't think about the brick and mortar type of building and, and business that they're opening. Um, so we like to look at the whole business. So, and and kind of a maybe a morbid or maybe a backwards way of thinking about it is when we sit down with an agent, we actually start with the end in mind. Why are you doing this?
0: I like that. So let's
1: begin with the end in mind. I can guarantee you, every agent listening to this right now and all of their licensed friends do not have their contracts set up properly. Guarantee
0: you. Mm.
1: We work with them every single day. We know what the biggest mistakes are. We know what the biggest pitfalls are. If you are an insurance agent, you own your own business. You own that income. If you fall off a cliff or you decide to retire many, 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 many times, no matter what attorney or accountant you've been to to set up, a lot of times the insurance carrier contracts are not going to be set up properly so that you can transfer that business on. So again, it, it may sound like a weird way to start a a, a business relationship, but we're gonna begin with the end in mind of why right. are you doing this? Let's make sure that your business, your name, your your family's um, you know, financial now and future, let's make sure that you've got everything set up right. So that's kind of where we where we start. And then we like to sit down with an agent, just like if they were gonna open up the coffee shop and we talk about all the things that we think we need. We know you need to have, if you're going to start your own business in this, in this industry, what is your advertising budget? Who's doing your social media? Where are you going to have a brick and mortar? Are you going to have an assistant? Are you going to get an 800 number? Are you expecting people to call your cell phone? All the things that go into, and all I just want to talk about is what's my contract level? What are my commissions?
0: When am I going to get
1: paid? And that we're going to get to that. That's fine. And you have to kind of dance that dance with with the agent because we're not there, you know, many times we're working with agents that have never met us. So we've got to earn their trust, right? So that's first and foremost. We're going to do what we say we're going to do. Uh, we're going to do it faster, friendlier uh, than any other FMO out there. But a lot of times we've got to earn that agent's trust first. And then we sit down with them. We've got all sorts of different teams and departments that work with our agents from contracting mm-hmm to commissions, to kind of our white glove uh, support team and all the things that they do uh, to support these agents, to make sure that they understand that this truly is a business that they've started. And any business that you start, you've got to figure out how it's going to keep going. If you, Cody Askins, are the only one bringing revenue into your company, then we've got to figure out what's going to happen next, right? There's a lot of nexts. In your career, so we like to think that we're we're there for all the next whatever's going to happen next, we can help you get through that. So, I love that. I'll, I'll take a breath and let you no, that's go.
0: Good. That's no, that's really really good because you're right. What we, we do tend to think um, very short term. Yeah. You know, instead of stopping and saying, okay, short term is important, but if it takes me an an extra few hours, days, weeks, it's not going to kill me, and and at the end of the day, I'm gonna be everything's going to be better set up right. I'm going to be happier long-term. Yeah.
1: And you've probably read all the Simon Sinek um, books, but I love, I've followed Simon on.
0: That's with, an impressive dude. Oh my God.
1: Right. Right. I love that guy and I love his way of thinking, but he talks about the finite versus the infinite game, right? And this game of life is kind of what he's referring to, but the the career, your your insurance business, your insurance career, your insurance license, it doesn't, it's not the finite game. We're not worried about This week, this month, this quarter, this AEP, whatever, when we're planning our whole strategy, you've got to think about this is the infinite game and you've got to think about what's going to happen next and what's going to happen in your career when this happens. And, you know, we talk a lot about change and we live in a world of constant change. Every product that we have on our shelves that agents can write for their seniors are dictated by something that happens in Washington, D.C., in most Mm -hmm. cases. And that's or our capital. That's very scary um, to think about that anything can change on a dime. And so we have a lot of conversations with making sure that you're prepared for that next change. Because we understand it's going to change. We just don't know what's going to come next, but we yeah. know something's going to change. So if your business is protected, your then then your income is protected and your family's protected. Going yeah. out, just worrying about what sales I'm going to make this week for my paycheck this week, you may be missing a whole Whole lot of things that are going to get thrown your way. That's going to throw you off track, and then that check isn't even going to be there. Let alone the next and the next and the next and the next. So we talk a yeah. lot about the infinite game and and how that's that's how we look at our career. That's how we look at our industry. Um, Medicare has like one of the greatest runways in front of us. Um, you know, I've laughed that since I started in uh, the early '90s that Medicare is going broke. Medicare is going to be changing drastically. Uh, And here we are today, you know, couldn't be stronger, couldn't be more people, uh, obviously, with the baby boomers coming into the space, more agents, thanks to people like yourself, um, that are bringing more agents into this industry that are loving this, this thing called Medicare, you know, we've, you've made it fun again, and you've helped all of us to, to kind of create this culture and this energy again of, uh, this is a wonderful career to be in. Like I said, it's, you're making an impact when you're making a great income. And, mm. and if you get the right partner, which we feel like that's what we do, then this is going to be something that's going to be even bigger than you could have ever imagined.
0: No doubt about it. Yes. Um, wh- wh- why else from the Medicare piece? Like I know that y'all do a lot, but that's a clear focal point of what you do. Yep. Um, well, there's a lot of agents that maybe are giving it a look that haven't before, or they just haven't considered it yet. Um, Maybe they're doing well and, you know, they never will. However, for those that are like, you know what, I would love a, you know, peek behind the curtain, so to speak, on what that what that niche is like.
1: Yeah. Uh, Well, one, it's it's been our staple since day one. So since our company, uh, they said Senior Marketing Specialist was formed in 1995. Our parent company actually started in 1978. So we've learned that's all it's always been ingrained in us and it's always been Medicare. Um, but I would say the answer to that question to your audience, Cody, is do you want a client or do you want a customer, mm. right? Do you want a policyholder or do you want a, an app today? Like, what, what are you after? If you're after a bunch That's of apps, write whatever product you want to write and we can help you. If you want customers and you want clients and you want lifelong clients, um medicare is where it all starts if you talk to any senior or anybody any of us what is the insurance policy that you pick up the most
0: yeah it's your health insurance policy right. right yes
1: because it's got your dental on it probably got your eye for that visit every time you go to urgent care you pull out that health insurance card every time you have to god forbid go to the hospital the er um, but it's the one that gets used the most prescriptions yeah. again that same card it keeps getting used life insurance you're you're never going to pull that card out you know um that's your family so you want to make sure that that's taken care of but you're not usually considered and this is typically um their agent they don't think of that agent that's only selling them one product unless it's the portfolio of products then you're considered their agent so that's that's why we because medicare is the core of everything everything is built around that Medicare supplement or that Medicare Advantage or that health insurance if you're under 65. That is the core. That's where it all starts. And then everything else kind of works around that from the financial products, the life and annuity um, to the cancer insurance. You got to make sure that it correlates with all the other products. So. We've just always felt and, and have taught our agents uh, by watching that that's what consumers pick up the most. So it's what you think of the most. It's what you use the most. You know, when you use a card out of your wallet more, it's more front of mind, right? If, if you've yes. never pulled that particular card out of your wallet and somebody else comes along with something that sounds better, you're much more likely to switch because I haven't really used that. I haven't I haven't tested them yet, you get somebody who, especially a senior who has used their Medicare sample and their Medicare Advantage card, and it did what they said it was going to do, mm. that, that's a lot harder to move, right? Because they, yeah. they've, they've now proven that trust that you, the agent, tried to deliver or tell them was going to happen. So when it actually does happen, then that's going to be a lot harder to move. Right. And that's going to be your customer for life versus an application that you picked up along the way.
0: Yes, Yes, that's good. That makes a ton of sense. And there's, yeah, there's my, there's so much in it that's available to help everyone from a Medicare standpoint. That's Oh huge. gosh. Yeah. Um, I mean,
1: yeah. the numbers are staggering. I don't have to tell you, the numbers are staggering of those coming into Medicare, those on Medicare, everybody's living longer. So your renewals are lasting longer. Mm. Um, you that's know, it point. is definitely, like I said, the runway has never ever ever looked so good as it does right now on Medicare.
0: Yeah. Um, what if we not shared, um, in closing that you would like to share? This has been super informative, a ton of fun. I can't believe it's almost 30 minutes already. Like this is, this is why no. we get here for hours, <laughs> you know? Um, yeah. and while you're thinking about that, I do want to mention to the audience one more time that, Hey, if you're, if you and really enjoyed today and you want to get to know Joanne or team more, they do have a separate piece of content on how to go, how, how to use four steps, go from agency to empire uh, with the director of training and education, uh, Olivia Richardson. Um, that link is below if you want to check that out. Uh, but what, what else have we not mentioned or that you would like to share that we have?
1: Um, yeah. So I appreciate that, Cody. I think just again, just to kind of wrap up, we talked about some big heavy things today, like the lifespan of your career and why Medicare, those are kind of the big topics that can sit on the shelf and you don't have to talk about every day. The day-to-day stuff, though, uh, is is we can spend a little bit of time on that. That's what's everybody's, you know, everybody's mind right now where we're setting is looking at what are my appointments today, what do I need to have done before tomorrow, what's my income this month, you know, so everybody, and we realize that. We want to look at the big picture, but we realize everybody's kind of got this, you know, right here in front of me uh, mindset today, so so we've built that those teams as well, so whether it's getting contracted correctly, whether it's making sure we have people, I keep pointing out here because I'm sitting in our studio right outside our support team. Uh, We have people that literally study all day long, every single product in every area to make sure that when an agent calls, whether it's in California, Florida, New York, Idaho, or Columbia, Missouri, right here where we sit, they understand the product, they understand the market, they understand the climate, they understand what's going on with providers, Um, And that's expertise that you don't need to worry about yourself. You know, we have a whole team of people that do nothing but that. We have a whole team of people that do nothing but understand all the different carriers. That's a whole different school of thought, right? All the carriers are so different. Their rules, their procedures, how to enroll, how to fix a bank draft, all, you know, from those little things all the way up to, to making sure you're running your business properly, um, and, and we like to do it with with everything we call ACE around here. Was a program that we created. It's called Amazing Customer Experience, or ACE, mm-hmm. and everything. And I use the word, we chose each of those three words very specifically, very mindfully, um, the last one being the most important, which is an experience. When you think about the last time you went into anywhere, whether it be a Starbucks or you used Amazon, those are usually the two that come up when you think about a great experience. It's usually not something you can put your finger on. You know, usually people have to think for a while about. You mm. know, does Starbucks really yeah. have the greatest coffee? I certainly don't think so. Um, but there's something about being there. It's the experience, right? It's the service. It's Chick Fil oh, yeah. A. Same thing. Chicken sandwich. Lots of chicken sandwiches in town, right?
0: Love Chick Fil A though, yeah.
1: Right. So why why do you think you do? Why do you think you gravitate toward Chick Fil A?
0: Extremely fr- friendly and very fast.
1: Right. That's really all you need in a drive-through service, right? So yeah. we try to so we try to apply that too. We think we can be all things to all agents, but really in the thick of the day, they want what they called in today about fixed, or they want it you know, whatever problem they had, they want something solved and they want it done friendly and they want it done quickly. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, you know, we t- we try to to make sure that we're encompassing the the ACE model. And it's, and it's really about that experience because we right. understand agents have a choice every single day. They have a choice in what they sell. They have a choice in who they sell it with. They certainly have a choice in which FMO to partner with. Um, so we have to make sure that we are doing everything we can and then some to make sure that we're that choice- uh, to help those agents through the good times, the crazy times, the bad times, the pivotal times, we got a whole compliance team of people that, again, our compliance officer studies uh, everything that's happening in our industry, everything that's happening in Washington. So you don't have to, but yet you get the benefit of that. So we try to do that yeah. in every area of our company and and um, and uh, and do it like you said, very friendly, uh, with a lot of manners and and very quickly.
0: Yes. I love that. So good. Well, (laughs) I love, always love spending time with you.
1: Yeah, you too. I
0: appreciate you sharing everything today. What you're doing is phenomenal. Y'all help agents in a huge, massive, incredible way with the ACE experience, which I like. That's a cool little touch. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And so thank you for sharing today. Also thank Olivia for putting together that. uh, Thank
1: you. Oh yeah. Everybody be sure to check out the video. It goes into a lot more detail uh, with the four points that she's talking about.
0: Yes. So you can check out that below, but Joanne, thank you so much. Appreciate you being hey, on today. Thank you.
1: Appreciate so, it. Thank you. It's
0: been you a lot of fun. An, Thanks, Cody. That's right. You guys have an amazing, phenomenal rest of your day. We'll see you on the next.